on the Mecca. I guess we just jump right into it. All right, welcome y'all. Welcome y'all. We on the mic. We on the mic. Mecca. We got we got Mecca the Roof. Ooh, we live. We, we live. We, we got live, John baby. Kelly on the podcast. We gonna work it out here. Yes, sir. Uh, first time doing it. This is our first time. We got. It is a uh, tasteful living is the podcast name, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, this is this is our first podcast. We're gonna uh, dive into it as far as give you guys the gist of what is to come, what to expect from us, right. um, and hopefully y'all will love it, which I think y'all will. You know what I mean? Like it's impossible I, not. To. I think also too, Jay. Um, I think it's really important that we, you know. Really let the people know the backstory behind the naming of Tasteful oh, Living. Yes. I think that's really essential as well. Um, and we can kind of talk a little bit about our experiences before we dive into it. Okay, let's do that. Let's let's talk about the backstory. Tasteful Living. So what we got going on with Tasteful Living, the backstory of that is how food... Since we all love to eat. Exactly. All love to eat. All love to eat. Is capable... To connect is one of our senses, one of our six senses, right? Any of our senses are capable of connecting to a particular memory of our past, of some pivotal moment that it always brings us back to when we indulge into that. Yep. And for us, what this is going to be about food-wise is that part is what particular food brings you back to a particular point in your in your moment of your life, a pivotal moment in your life that was on your journey of success and success is different for everybody absolutely i mean and this is going back to you know when you're coming up as an infant coming up as a young girl boy where you know you see your parents struggling if you had your parents in your life um you know not everyone's fortunate to have that kind of experience but just you know you going through life you know maybe you know scrapping for food whatever the case may be remembering those pivotal moments in life where you felt like man like I'm not sure if this is my last meal I'm not sure if uh, you know I'm gonna make it till tomorrow or in other situations where you know you may be growing up in a very well-off household and yeah. you know your mom and pops uh, you know you guys had your traditional family dinners lunches where they would set up certain meals and it would just take you back to that moment where you were like Damn. Yeah, facts. Especially, like, you know, everybody could put it on that Sunday dinner, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Soul food. Soul food. You can always go back on that. Mm-hmm. Any Sunday you'd be thinking about like, man, oh, I miss this this oh, yeah. food right here. This, you know, chicken and waffles or something of that form. Mm-hmm. You know? That's that that smell, you know, coming from the kitchen is so nostalgic. You know what yep. I mean? So it's yep. and also feel too and also really important too to know that, you know, obviously there's a we have so many different nationalities out there. So many different ways of life of people living if you're indian in my case my parents are nigerian so i could name a whole bunch of nigerian dishes where you know i was like man i'm about to throw this back and i can really just after demolishing this go into a coma for like a week kind of kind of deal so that's kind of like i have so i have plenty of memories of that especially coming back from you know elementary school but i can dive into that later but just just give an example for the people so that way they can kind of keep up with what we're trying to do on this particular podcast so exactly exactly so that's that's pretty much where the just the core of it's going to be about um and we will be interviewing people that are either on their journey continuously right now or Mm -hmm. They might be in that moment of their they you know reached that 
haha, you know, that aha moment of yeah. their life where it's like the doors is open, they flooding through, they they yeah. they in that success in the thick of it. Yeah. Yeah. But we will have tons of different type of people you know, all all forms and colors. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And also, too, feel free, you know, as our audience continues to grow, obviously this is something that's new for us that we're experiencing for the first time. But also feel free that, you know, you guys are also part of this community as well. So if you guys have, you know, certain people or maybe lifestyles, professions that you want to see on here um, that you feel kind of really relates back to what you're doing in your day-to-day in terms of, you know, they can really relate on par on, you know, connecting food with your day-to-day experiences please feel free to tap in so that's really the biggest thing big time big time on that like anyone that's going through an experience and you feel that this is something major that should be talked about we we it don't matter it don't matter what you do it could be you could be successful working at a a a mail place you know it don't matter like any success is what it looks like for that person in their life Mm -hmm. we are down to hear it out interview you and and dive into those connections where you might have had a pivotal moment where this particular meal that you still eat now and it brings you back to like man damn i remember this mm-hmm. this, this was an amazing moment in my oh, life where yeah. it changed everything right so um definitely everybody um please do comment leave whatever you y'all want to talk about we will touch bases on it mm-hmm. absolutely so uh with that being said um thinking uh we should probably move into discussing probably a little bit of the layout that we want to lead um obviously with this being the first podcast you know we're definitely going to be pivoting in a lot of different directions but we want to make sure we set a a nice you know theme foundation for what we're going to present moving forward and again bear with us there's going to be a lot of a lot of kinks in the road but, um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to be but we're here for all of it so that's what life is really about kinks in the road so let's just uh let's dive into a couple different categories and we'll go ahead and make sure we elaborate on that as well well you guys already know the first category will be about taste that's when we will dive into how this particular meal connects to your pivotal moment in your life where it changed everything or just had a, a huge um, effect on you. Impact. Anything. Impact. Yeah. Every, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, that it always brings you back to that memory. So that's one of the first categories. Um, our second category we do have, uh, we have a little fun with these names. We got one right here where's uh, Rescuers Down Under. Rescuers down under. <laughs> so I, I like this one in particular because it kind of falls back on, you know, obviously everyone understands that in life you can't go at it by yourself. So it's important to make sure that you remember those pivotal individuals in your life during your journey, whether it be good or bad, that help to build the person that you are today. So we like to kind of call kind of create a category for it in the sense that if you have somebody that's pivotal, could be an ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend. It could be your mom, your dad. Um, Shit, it can be just a random person that you've seen at a, at a grocery store, side Facts. of the road, that might have just laid some enlightenment on you, and mm-hmm. and you always remember that, and that was a pivotal time that it, it moved you to do something or inspired you to be like, all right, I'm going to go a little harder now. Yep, yep. So that's definitely what uh rescuers down under is especially if you're at a, a moment in your uh, in your life where you were down and you didn't know that you needed to hear something from somebody mm-hmm. 
but when you heard it, it helped you. It helped. It uplift you. It yep. pushed you to go harder. Yep. So it's definitely um that's definitely a category that we have a little fun with on that one. Love that topic actually. Yeah. Because I know I'm thinking of some right now, just in terms of you know the switch up from going from college to post college career. Initially, for me, thinking I was going to go down one path and you know meeting so many people along the road. Actually, uh, me and John met actually after college for me. So that's just an example. You know, we share crazy meals together. So yeah, and vibed in many different ways. So facts, facts. I mean, there's definitely some some good moments in time that yes, sir. that led us to here to continue to grow. You know, as brothers, man, this is this is how we got to do. We got to work together. People got to understand that part. Is everything you can't. You know, we were meant to work together in this world mm-hmm. you know everybody thinks say hey, you know I, I gotta do it on my own i gotta do it no you don't gotta do it on your own find people that are on the same page with you yeah you know you got that same hustle same hustle and understand that you know you may take a couple of rounds of you know going through with a couple of group of people to understand like maybe i need to go ahead and change up my circle um you know and circles oh, yeah. sometimes they increase they decrease Facts. so just making sure that once you find that set group that you guys are all on the same page about pushing each other to get to that next level which is all what's it's what it's all about at the end of the day so yeah hey man i'm always about less is more you know what i'm saying so facts hey when it comes down to that so next category mm-hmm. that we got going on here we got ooh, this one was one's character is never defined I'm going to let you touch base on yeah, this Yeah, man. This is one uh, I came up with uh, because I feel like when we consider one's characters, it, the word that I like to associate it with it would be evolution, obviously. Um, we always want to make sure we're evolving in some kind of way, capacity, each and every day. And if I had to relate that to a food, for me, I'm from the South, obviously, from New Orleans. So I would say I would definitely relate it to gumbo more of a melting pot where there's not one way of actually doing it, but you are constantly adding on ingredients into it, um, making sure that you're changing up the taste, whether it be a little bit more spicy, whether it be a little bit more mild, but you're adapting to your everyday lifestyle. So, I mean, obviously when it comes to your character as a whole, we want to make sure that we're not just staying stagnant. Um, no one wants to have a, you know, a stale, <laughs> bowl of gumbo so obviously <laughs> yeah so i mean it's really important to Facts. make sure that as human beings we're constantly evolving we're constantly moving in the direction that we feel is right for ourselves and making sure that as our character evolves we're pumping out a positive not only mindset but just a demeanor aura that people can relate to so that's really where i want to come with that topic um in terms of t- kind of touching on character something that you know, I really, I'm really looking forward to that, to having guests talk about how they were able to evolve, be able to change their character mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways. And there's a lot of different topics that we can talk about that yeah, in terms of like mental, mental health is one. So, oh, I mean, yeah. so um, that's kind of where I want to go with that. So that was a special kind of topic for me. Okay, okay, yeah. Then that topic is going to be a, a big one to talk about for yes, sure. Because, you know, when you think about connecting with, with food and recipes, you know, you can go ahead and eat a little bit of flour by itself and it tastes like trash mm-hmm. but if you take that flour you know what i mean you add it in some other ingredients with it you mix mm-hmm. it in throw that in the oven if it if that's what the you know 
recipe requires requires and a and it evolves into something else it evolves it continues to evolve and i know a lot of you guys are big on social media so i know there's plenty of people on there seeing plenty of reels of you know tons of people coming out with different recipes that they're putting out there and i love watching them because i mean you see one dish one way you see it a couple of days later being cooked by someone else in a completely different fashion. And it's just small things that you're tapping in that they're putting into that particular dish that really change up the taste overall. But it, it creates that much more of an explosive experience for that person. True, true. And just to rewind real quick, when we're talking about this food and everything, I will be the one on here will be cooking. So for those that we do interview mm-hmm. and whatever meal that they bring to us that they say, okay, this was a pivotal time and this was this particular meal. I will be cooking this meal yep. for that guest. We will dive into it so everyone will be able to view and see the type of food that this person uh, had a pivotal moment in their life with. I will also be able to give those recipes out eventually at some point in time. We'll reach that sooner as the podcast grows and grows yep. we'll get that far along yes, sir. so uh people will be looking out for that i will be you know helping y'all out when it comes to i'll let cooking. john, I'll let john lead on the cooking but uh, that's my don't, shit man yeah, don't don't let uh don't let him fool you oh yeah these hands here do plenty of cooking as well but you know <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna defer to my guy hey, you hey, know hey. what i'm saying obviously we're we're in his beautiful home right now um she's showing great hospitality right now so i'm gonna let him lead and you know let him take that but don't don't get fooled out there folks hey, hey, hey. you know your, I mean? boy, your boy's in there as well your boy yeah. he know how to cook he know how to throw down too your boy's you know in there saying? as well but uh yeah so moving forward here um after that category we have a special category which is peaches and cream mm. <laughs> this is a cool one that we just came up with the name is funny it doesn't you know it, it doesn't really pertain towards peaches and cream it just <laughs> you know it sounds delicious but what it is is this is where we want you as an audience to connect with us let us know if there's something that you guys have an opinion on that you want us to touch bases with or even just particular particularly want us to uh, give advice on it could be anything whatever y'all feel that y'all would like to hear us talk about on our podcast we do have this category right here to touch that base on and actually throw that shout out to the person that we do end up choosing who you know we choose to yeah, yeah. speak about you know what i mean and keep in mind too obviously we're we're not claiming to be any experts you know <laughs> we're we're definitely learning as well so i mean I think it's great to have a forum where obviously no podcasts right now are just thriving and um, in terms of, you know, touching a lot of different topics. And I feel like it's really a great opportunity now for people to be heard. Um, And we want to make sure that, you know, we're creating a space as well that reinforces that, but with our own little twist on it. So um, like John was saying, um, make sure you tap in with that because we want to make sure we touch a variety of different topics and in turn, how we can relate that to food. I mean, we're going to get creative with it. Um, there's a lot of different versatile ways that we can make it happen, but we want to make sure that we're still keeping it fresh and funky on here when it comes to that. So My guy said fresh, fresh and, funky. and funky. You know what I mean? So that's what we're going to yes, do. This is, that's what we're going to do. This is going to be an evolving moment for us. Uh, so y'all do bear with us. Uh, 
Let's go ahead and, and, and dive in, in, in a quick question, though, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, your background right now, um, Dr. Mech, to be exact, over here, you know what I mean? We got doctor in the house. You know? He doctor. ain't just your ordinary podcast yeah, man gotta, right you gotta here. Make, you got to make sure you say it correctly, you know, doctor of physical yeah, therapy. Doc. You know, you don't want to you don't want to misinterpret anything, but obviously, you know, I definitely put the work in. So, Oh, uh, facts, so facts. You know what I'm saying? Don't downplay it. It's no, doctor. It don't make a difference, my man. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, but really, though, um, what what – moment in your life that we can talk about that hit that switch for you what what meal that you can think of in that moment too that was a pivotal time for you what can you you have man um obviously going back to the nigerian culture for me uh you know coming up on jollof rice hen uh you know for all my my niger men and women out there who understand where I'm coming from. I mean, these meals are pivotal. So, I mean, I can remember, you know, you know, us growing up in those meals, but then taking it a step further, you know, me going to college nine hours away from home, uh, my mom and dad were everything. I mean, they would pack those meals in uh, Tupperware, um, huge Tupperware plates for us, bro. And I'm talking about I would literally just eat, eat on that for like two weeks yeah. at a time just to, you know, keep that feeling of, being nine hours away from home, but still, you know, feeling that much connected to my parents, you know, the, the the amount of time that they put in the kitchen to make those meals for me. That's probably the one meal for me that kept me really grounded um, and actually allowed me not to be homesick a lot of the time. Okay. Uh, not that I really get homesick because I'm always big on traveling and whatnot, but it was just a nice way to, you know, stay connected. And it was a food that we've grown up on. I mean, I can remember going back, um, to elementary school where you know our parents they never um left any stone unturned when it came to us and having meals my dad was a cab driver worked crazy hours my mom was a nurse worked at three different hospitals um but they always made sure they provided meals on the table for us where we were able to eat like you know three four times a day so we're definitely grateful for that and so i would have plenty of rice like rice up till today never makes me sick. I could eat rice all day. Like rice is like I'll rice probably say yeah. Here. I think rice is definitely my comfort food for sure. If I had to pick any one item, rice by far is the one comfort food that I can just go with and not have any kind of issues whatsoever for me. Um, what about you? What's what's that one food for you that you feel like, man? I can just fall into a coma right now after eating this. Oh man, shit! I love to eat. You know, I love to cook. So, uh, if I had to really choose something that is very monumental as far as food goes in my life, it, I mean, it would have to be spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> I, I can't lie. Okay. You know, okay. that is like my, I call it the you know, John Kelly's famous spaghetti, you know. You have, my daughter. You have you have yeah. posted a couple of videos about oh, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm daughter, pretty yeah. sure y'all have seen it on my Instagram yeah. before, you know, my, my the creation of the spaghetti and where it started and how it ends I'm just trying to is see if amazing. Gonna, I'm just trying to see if he's going to like drop the secret sauce recipe. Ah, I'm, 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 that I'm part right let, there. See, there's going to be some things I can't drop. I'm going to let him continue. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. <laughs> there's going to be some things I can't drop, y'all. You know, the spaghetti recipe is going to have to stay in the family. That is uh, my daughter's number one dish request all the time. It's my, my spaghetti, man. And that right there, I can go back to when I was you know, on my own at 2021 20, and figuring it out like, yo, this was one of the cheapest meals that I can make at that point in time. And yep. I just 
kept on making it, kept on making it. And I like, you know, let me start switching it up. Like at this, at that, at this and that, like it's been, it's been a good, uh, it's been a good 13, 14, 15 years of just making spaghetti and actually perfecting that particular dish of mine, which is like, you know, that's my baby when it comes down to it. This is not your typical spaghetti people. You right. know what I'm saying it's not just your basic spaghetti people right. like that. It's magnifique. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I can definitely remember just being down and out and not having much on in my pockets at the age of twenty twenty one, you know, uh in a whole nother state on my own, family back in California. I'm in San Antonio yep. and you know, scratching for, for, you know, getting out of that ramen diet. You know what I mean? Everybody right. goes to that diet. Everybody, Everybody got to go to that Absolutely. diet. If you haven't gone through that diet, I don't know, you know, how your life was. You must have been very blessed. I think every person that goes to <laughs> that goes through any hard times know what the ramen diet is. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to get past that, and I moved, and I, you know, started making spaghetti, which was one of my mom's dish that i loved as a kid that she would make and i feel like i kind of elevated it to another level so i learned a lot from my moms when it comes to that definitely indeed so um it was definitely a, a pivotal part of my life because it just always reminded me of what i don't want to go back to you know in that moment of life where i was down like no you know shit lived on the street type deal and and it always reminds me of like where I came from from that moment to now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it's definitely uh, a special meal for me for sure. That's all good. All the man. time, That's man. Good. And it, and I've definitely created it to the point where it's it's perfecting. I'm still perfecting at that. I'm still like, you know, adding this, maybe trying a little this, mm-hmm. learning new, you know, different vegetables that are out there. Especially since I've elevated my eating trying to eat more clean and healthy so mm-hmm. there's it opened up a whole nother you know gate of different fruits that are vegetables that are out there that i didn't even know the names of i'm mm-hmm. just like damn okay like you know how many different mushrooms there are dude? tons bruh tons that you can cook with not not the shrooms yeah not, not the you know the psychedelics uh, not the recreational <laughs> but uh the ones <laughs> but, you can actually you, you know, know eat, eat and enjoy and not you know in a healthy way and without healthy, the side effects without the side effects there's so many so it's just like yo like all these fresh vegetables to utilize it amplifies your meal even mm-hmm. more and that yeah. goes for any kind of dish but mm-hmm. definitely for spaghetti that's that's my number one that's dope man that's that. dope actually you kind of just uh jog my memory in terms of when i i get so hyped up about rice it's because actually that's actually the first item that i learned how to cook and you know uh low-key my dad's probably one of the best cooks i've ever been around um you know you would think in certain traditional homes, you know, your mom is always throwing down. Don't get me wrong, my mom throws down, but my dad is a monster when it comes to just, you know, making a variety of different dishes. He just is a wizard in there. So I know I remember him teaching me how to make rice. Um, and that was always pretty cool because I got it to a point where now, uh, or back then I should say, my parents would always be like, hey, you know, you know, Mecca, can you go ahead and make the rice for dinner tonight? They'll be at work. Um, you know, I have three other siblings. So, you know, it's important for us to, you know, take care of our own. And um, and my sister's a monster when it comes to cooking as well. Let me let me give her her shout out because I know she'll probably be tapped in listening and saying like, oh, I can cook better than you. I'm not saying I can cook better than you. 
but your boy is up there. But that's that's besides the point. But in going back <laughs> to my initial point, um, you know, cooking rice for me was always a little bit different because, you know, as the oldest sibling, you're providing, you know, an item of food for your siblings to eat. Coming back from school, you know, your parents are working hard. And like I mentioned before, dad being a cab driver, always being out, you know, you know, putting his life on the line, working, you know, 12 to 16 hours a day. Um, and growing up in New Orleans, um, you know, school system isn't the best. So going to a elevated school, Catholic school out there, you have to pay a certain amount of tuition. So your parents have to put in a lot more hours. My mom's working at three different hospitals at the time. So, you know, them not being home all the time because they're working on the back end to make sure that we have a better life. You know, as an older sibling, you got to do what you can at home when it comes to little things, you know, taking the trash out, cooking meals, um, you know, making sure the home is tidy, doing your homework, staying on top of those things. So for us, rice and chicken um, was a staple. And that's an item that, you know, if you can get through that and make that successfully, I mean, you can eat the entire week. Um, you know, not not everyone's going to be privileged enough to have a different, you know, different type of dish every single night. Sometimes you have to find a dish that it's going to be repetitive, but like you were mentioning before, changing up little bits and pieces within that main dish can make it taste so much better on every single day. Um, So, you know, for us, rice and chicken was was what it was, and that's something that's a staple still that I go to. You know, if I can't think of what to eat, all right, I'm just going to go buy some chicken thighs and some jasmine rice and make it work maybe i'll add a different type of uh seasoning to my rice to make it yellow rice or whatever the case is but you can go in a lot of different directions is really what I'm hey to that's say. true you really can uh for me man when it comes to rice and chicken bro that just reminds me of my dad is all he would eat because you know he was a bodybuilder when i was younger is rice and chicken with a potato, but mm-hmm. dry as hell. Dry. <laughs> no flavor. No flavor. <laughs> but this man would eat this thing two, three times out the day, every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Like, that was some discipline. Mm-hmm. I could not do that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got to add flavor. Let me learn how to cook right, because this is not going to help. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I respect the fact that you have, you know, chicken and rice brings you back. But, you know. but to go back to what you just said about your dad, though, yeah. I think that brings up another great point in terms of you mentioned having the discipline oh, to yeah. be able to eat that consistently every single day. Um, I think there's a way you can tie that in where, okay, well, for, especially for a lot of bodybuilders out there, for example, they eat the, almost the same regimen mm-hmm. almost every single day, but they have the discipline to understand that they're not – living to eat they're eating to live in terms of what their focus is at that particular time is to make sure that they get the results that they need to get to on stage Mm -hmm. and i think you can relate that same kind of concept to everyone's you know way of life what kind of discipline do you have and you need to have discipline in the kitchen as well so i think that's a great segue to kind of talk a little bit about that too and that's something that we could probably talk about later on but i just thought that was a great point that you mentioned on there too oh yeah i mean that's, that's actually a really good point is you know cooking in general uh, and creating memories from it, but taking the time out to really focus on what you're cooking, that alone is a disciplinary act that you will have, and you can continue that. And for a lot of people, people don't like to cook. There's a lot of this oh. generation, a lot of people don't like to cook. You got DoorDash, you DoorDash. got. 
Grubhub. Grubhub. You got all these, you know, outside sources that can bring you your food. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got people that just, you know, meal prep services now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why do I need to cook? And time is money. So I mean, again, that part, not that part. not many people. The cooking, the cooking part of it, honestly, isn't the difficult part. It is. I feel like to me, I don't think it is because I think it's more of the prep. I think the prep work is actually more difficult because in terms, and we, obviously we have differing viewpoints on that because for me, obviously we both cook very well. So when it comes to the actual cooking, I don't necessarily think that's the most difficult part. I think it's more of the prep, the time that it takes for that because going back to what I mentioned earlier, time is money for a lot of different people. So you, they don't want to put in the time to buy the groceries all the time and have to chop up the onion, chop up the garlic, break things down. So let me just go ahead and get a quick meal um, instead of having to put in the time in the kitchen when it comes to that. But, I mean, obviously, you may have a different viewpoint on that, but just from what I've seen in certain different experiences, that's what it seems yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 the prep part is definitely the, the tedious part of it, but it's the hardest part for me, I feel, is actually once you you know prep it, is mm-hmm. how are you going to cook it? Okay. How is it? How is it done? How is you know how much are you? How long are you supposed to cook it right, for? Right. What temperature are you supposed right, to cook it at? Right. How you know and in depth of when should you add this to it? When should you should add that to true, it? Because you can't just throw everything into the pot at one time. Oh, yeah. It doesn't work that way. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm some things are going to cook faster. Some things cook slower. So you got to you know pick and choose which is that and know which is that and that's the knowledge part that comes behind it. Which I understand for people that's you know that's a hard part. They they get discouraged. Because they don't know, and then they don't want to try it, and then yeah. you know. But hey, yeah, but trial and error is not for everybody. Trial and error is not, but that's the part where the discipline comes in, and you learn that trial and error is in every aspect of life. Right, when you come down to it. anything right. you do, you have a fifty-fifty chance of it flipping out the other way mm-hmm. when it really comes down to it. And I think take that a step further. Trial and error is what life is really about. The ones that are successful in life are the ones that fail a lot um, because they're able to build that level of resilience where they're like, you know, I've been through this, I failed, but let me continue pushing forward because at some point I will receive some type of breakthrough. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. Again, going back to cooking, I think you hit it right on the head with that. And I think uh, just kind of elaborate on my point of what I was saying before, the prep work is definitely important, but what you mentioned definitely highlighted something that I kind of glossed over. And that's, it's important because I mean, understanding, you know, what temperature to cook it at, when to lower the temperature, when to increase it, um, what texture do you want that particular meal to be at Facts. to your liking. Um, that's yeah. all through trial and error. And same thing with life. There's always going to be some type of benefit. There's always going to be some type of consequence to every single action. Every. Every single action. So just understanding, like, you know, are you willing to experience that, whether it be good or bad? And that's really what life is. You can't, you got to take risk. I mean, got to. you can't be hesitant all the time. Hey, you got to be a risk taker, you know. Mm-hmm. If you want to continue to grow, yep. you got to take risks. You got to trip and fall. My boy preaching. But, it's not even learn. Sunday. But you got to <laughs> learn. My boy is preaching. You know? It's not even Sunday yet. Really, though. Really, yes, though. You got you to you gotta learn from when you trip and fall and you continue to grow. You're going to trip and fall again because everything's going to be new as you grow. Yep. That's the point of growth. Yep. Everything's going to be new. It's going to be new again and new again and new again. And you're going to trip and fall, mm-hmm. but you're going to learn and you overcome it. 
and then you'll jump into the new because you just grew again. Mm-hmm. That's all is it. That's this constant growth, and people have to really stick on that. And that's you know that's part of living life, and and, and that's how we create these memories when it comes to food and oh. all that. And it brings us back to a, a particular moment, and hopefully for most, it's a good. It, it can be a bad moment. I'm not gonna lie. It can mm-hmm. be. It can be a bad moment, but you learned from that moment. Right. It right. was a bad moment that turned out. It turned into something positive for you in your life and that's that's something you can also look into you know look at for yourself that's always something you want to make sure you know like you said you always want to try to learn something good from any traumatic situation um you know same again going back to food i know we talk about food a lot but obviously the name of the podcast to remind those who've tapped in later is tasteful living so we want to make sure that we're still you know relating it back but again i mean you might have burned rice you don't like to the way that tastes, you might have burned some incredible My steak. Rice, I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> bro, rice is everything. Oh, yeah. Rice is everything. But you know, you may have experienced something horrible. Like you know, you might have burned spaghetti. Since John thinks I talk about rice so much, you might have burned some spaghetti. It's not going to taste that people, good. I don't know how you burn spaghetti. I've never okay. burned spaghetti, but if you did, but you can overcook <laughs> spaghetti though. I've oh, definitely yeah, seen can, people oh, yeah. overcook Over- spaghetti. The shit of it, man. So I've done that before. I've overcooked the noodle, yeah. the, the extra yeah. spaghetti, spaghetti part of it, and mm-hmm. soggy and soggy. all that. It's like, dang. You, like the, you don't like the way it looks, right? And then all of a sudden, you start letting yeah. it just drill off the side it's of your like, mouth, like it's like a mush pot. Yeah, nah. But no, really though, people though, uh, you you gotta. It's all about growth when it comes down yeah. to it. That's all it is. Yeah, man. Uh, you got to go through the trial and error. You got to go through the failures. You have to make your way through it and see the light. You know what I mean? That's that's the biggest part. Yeah, man. And a lot of people want to just jump over to, you know, a different side of the grass, and it's like, nah. Not, Water the grass you got. It's not always greener on the other side. Exactly. Not Water the greener. grass you got. It is greener where you water it. Mm-hmm. You feed it. You nurture it. You nurture you cultivate it. Cultivate exactly. it. I mean, then it becomes what you want it to be. You but have it takes a, time. You, you have a new connection for this when you actually put in the work yep. and go through the sweat and up and downs uh, through it, and it becomes something really for you, whereas when it's just handed to you, you don't understand the level of respect that you need to have for it sometimes. Yeah. Don't appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. Don't appreciate exactly. it. Exactly. So that's, 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 that's important. That's everything. You know what I mean? Everything ties in together. Everything ties in together. Like the more and more we talk about food, the more and more we talk about experiences, it's just crazy. The level, <laughs> like the relationship level that you can connect with everything. Like it's so crazy. Like just, we just we just literally spoke the last 10 minutes on being resilient uh nurturing what you have um and trial and error and tied it back into burnt rice <laughs> really i just no. think that's oh, i yeah. just think that's amazing Tied right back into burnt rice though <laughs> i'm gonna keep talking about rice i might say rice like five more times before this episode is over and that's okay oh man no really though that's it's so true though it really is true um how I mean, all our six senses, you know, you got to remember everything that we do, whether it's we see it, we touch it, we taste it, you know, we feel it, you know, it's, it all creates a memory for us in some form of way. Now it's those memories that, you know, launch us to the, 
you know, to be either greater in, at what we want to do, become a better version of ourselves, or it holds us back. Yeah. And, yeah. and for those that, you know, holds us back, you got to give yourself grace. That is the biggest thing that people don't understand is that you got to give yourself grace in moments of failure. I've been hearing that word grace a lot lately. <laughs> the la- the last couple do, of days. You do. You do. Though. The last couple of days I've been hearing it a lot. But, grace uh, is important to give yourself because you have to forgive yourself in certain moments of failure, you know, to be able to see. I was looking for a particular word and I just, you know, pause on it. But I mean, no, I, I, I follow you. Um, I think just to even elaborate a little bit more, allow yourself grace to be able to understand that the road and journey doesn't end right there. Being Facts. able to, Facts. I mean, there's more courage in getting up from something that, you know, holds you back than just allowing yourself to fail. Mm-hmm. And it t- it's a lot harder to do that. Um, it is, it is. You know, being able to be resilient, being able to understand like, yo, I, you know, I had a planned dinner with a significant other. I, I wanted to, you know, prep a meal for her and, you know, I ended up burning the salmon and like, okay, what? Well, then how do you how are you able to turn the situation around? Are you gonna give up or be like, hey, you know, I apologize about the experience that we're having right now. The salmon's burnt, but I have a couple extra ones. I'm gonna try again. I want to make sure that you know we make this evening a positive one because I guarantee you, from her seeing the effort that you're putting in to even not only cook the meal but continue on to make sure that she has an enjoyable, edible item, she'll. No burnt rice. Yeah, no burnt rice. But uh, she'll look at you with an even higher level of respect and, you know, appreciation because you didn't give up on the situation. You could have just said, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and order McDonald's first or something like that. It's something different in terms of getting up from a challenge and being over to um, overcome. Really, though, you can just be like, man, throw it away and, right. just, be, and just be done with it. I tried, forget it. Yeah, forget I it. Failure. Yeah. You know what I mean, the that's night, beating the, yourself the night, up. The night's over. That, yeah, right. you're beating yourself up. That's you know, like, no, you got to pause, mate. Man, I tried this. Let me give myself some grace. Yep. I'm not the greatest in, in the kitchen right now. Yep. It could be that sense, or just because you had some distraction, whatever it could have been, that made you burn or you know burn some rice you know <laughs> that's that's uh, uh i think that's three times now <laughs> really, that we've uh kind of tells you when say burn rice in this in this episode y'all we go <laughs> no. three more times <laughs> but no really uh it's definitely grace is a huge part of your life that you must give yourself to be able to move forward yeah and, and a lot of people don't understand that or don't see that for themselves or feel like they don't deserve it and it's not that you know it's it, you deserve it you deserve what you want in life right. and patience i like that word patience because patience oh, yeah. is not only extended toward others but you also have to be patient with yourself as nice. well um and that goes with everything you know ties in with grace understanding that you know not everything is going to happen immediately. I know right now, living in 2022, we live in such a fast-paced society. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what can you do for me now? What have you done for me lately? It's kind of the mindset that a lot of people live with. That's yeah, a great song, by the way. <laughs> great song, by the way. But um, just understanding, you know, having patience, slowing things down, thinking through things, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, just understand that you can slow everything down to a pace where you're able to not only take it in, analyze it, but come up with the best solution 
for that very moment. So I think, again, going back to grace, you can tie in the word patience with that as well. Oh, so. for sure, man. Patience is important in every aspect of life. Is um, Even just to say and tie it into cooking and connecting it to life, you got to give yourself patience when it comes to cooking. Yeah. You know, you need to take time. Take time to observe what you have in front of you mm-hmm. and take the steps. Don't try to cut corners. And that's part of life. You don't want to always try to cut corners just to try to take the fast track to get to something. When it comes to longevity, you know, God given, we have years of life ahead of us. Right. So. God willing, for sure. Trying to take the time, say something that could take you three to five years. Take that time. Use that time. Three to five years is nothing compared to the next 20 30, 40, 50 years of your life that you have. That, those three, five years will change your entire life for the rest of your life. Yep. If you just stay patient with it and focus in that area yep. of wherever it could be. Just like for, for Mecca here, you know what I mean? Dr. Mech right here, he took the time Man. and the work, Man. the patience that it took for him to stay on track and stay positive was a lot, but he finally reached that moment. He finally got there. It's just crazy even thinking about that because, you know, I, I know I tapped in with a, a classmate, I want to say a couple of weeks back um, and just kind of really talking to her and letting her know, like, man, you don't appreciate something until you fail at it multiple times. And then, you you know, you reminisce on the journey. Um, and, you know, for me, you know, Thinking back to when I was living in San Antonio, going through night classes, going through summer classes while working a full-time job, working as a bouncer at night, like, you know, people just see what they want to see. They don't see the, you know, the work on the back end. And I remember late night meals (laughs) that I had where, you know, it was literally for me, you know, chicken, rice, broccoli, (laughs) chicken, rice, broccoli. Like the rice was... The rice tasted a little sweeter at that time because, you know, you're working on, you know, working multiple projects. You're spending money toward different, you know, endeavors. So, you know, the, the, ri- the rice was a little bit that much more appreciated during that time because, you know, you know you're, you're getting by. You're saving up money. You're doing what you need to do to switch careers. But it's just crazy going back to your point, like, you know, you put in the time. And I remember just really reminiscing and being thankful all those late nights of studying, all those late meals, all those long hours of work yeah, bro. and then man getting to the point that i'm at now um it's crazy but i'm very appreciative of it because like you mentioned before you know you grind for you know five six years whatever the case may be to have a lifetime full of positive memories yeah because you know you put in the time so yeah that's major man. that's with everything that's man major. and those memories last with you those memories stick with you those mer- those memories allow you to build a higher level within your character Facts. So, um, I and mean, you, and yeah, and you rest on those morals because then by you having that mindset already, people want to tap into what did you do? How did you do it? And you can really say with confidence and really speak on those experiences that you had to be like, hey, this is what I did. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit different for you, but just keep pushing forward. You know, I life mean, is going to be rough. That's true, man. Yeah. That's so, so true when it comes down to uh, people trying to figure out their purpose in life. Yep. Um, you got to give yourself, you know, reiterating, give yourself grace yep. and have the patience for it. Yep. Because like for myself as well, 
I never really knew what my purpose really was for a while. And it wasn't really even until I was about like 27, I want to say. And I was uh, with my boy Dylan. Uh, shout out to Dylan. Shout Cook, out you know to Dylan. A uh, little bro right there. Yes, sir. Um, that it took for him because he does he does music. So there were moments of, you know, listening to him jam out with his music and whatnot. And I would be sitting there just thinking of a music video for it or I could sit back and listen to any song and really step back and just like, man, within the fifth, first 15 seconds, I could pretty much picture a music video. And as I listened to the song more and more, it edits itself out in my head, right? right, right. I didn't realize I had that talent, truly. I didn't, it didn't hit me, hit me that I had this kind of talent. And that part right there was still a grace period that I had to give myself trying to figure out what was my purpose, yep. even though I was kind of sitting in it a little bit at that time. And then finally it came to a point where I was just like, man, why don't I just write a script? Right. You know? So I was like, all right, cool. Let's start writing a script. That part right there took a while too. That was a patience game. That was a huge patience game because a little more because I'm a bit of a perfectionist uh, when it comes to that. Cause I he want said, people. He to said a little bit, but just for our <laughs> listeners, John's a huge perfectionist <laughs> with everything. So just for the record, don't particular, particularly that's all. Just particularly okay. a little, on certain things. Now, but, he now he switched up the wording. But okay. Hey, hey, hey! When it comes down to it, though, I like when it comes to script writing. Uh, I want to really look through a different lens. I don't want it to just be seen through only my eyes. So I really try to sit back and I observe life as I go on, yep. and I see how people interact, and I see how people. Um, or viewing certain situations, uh, whether you're friends or just random, and I, you know, I'm, I observe a lot of, uh, of people. Is I'm an observer, big time. So I picked up on all of that to be able to write my script even better because I want to know what people are going to, like, what is going to engage them when it comes to this particular script right. that I'm writing. How how is it going to relate to them? How are they going to be able to? kind of feel like they're within the script as well exactly yeah. and and so that took some time and it even took me to stop writing one script to write another script um to really figure out where where am i at when it comes to this and, okay. and, I, and i finally did it you know i finally finished my first short film um it's in the makings of getting fully edited right now okay. uh it's definitely going to be shot next year nice without man. a doubt Congrats, you know, yeah and it, it took it took a minute it took a minute mm-hmm but I finally got it done. So y'all do expect that coming. It, you know, it's, it's going to be a funny, uh, see a little drama. Well, you told me a little bit about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little bit. I'll give y'all a quick gist of it real fast. We got teaser. a little bit of time real quick. A little teaser. So what this is going to be about, it's going to be about four different characters and they're going to show y'all how to get a woman, you know, funny. Right. So look, 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 it's not just going a lot of different directions. It's, it's different directions. You got four people that are capable of engaging with people and they're all attractive and they have no problem with getting a woman or a man because there is a woman involved in here too. You got your first character who's Mr. Romantic who, you know, loves to be in love, but he was hurt at one point in time. So he has a part time trusting people. Right. Every character is going to have something they have to overcome. Right. So he has to overcome that him within himself. You got another character who's Mr. Ego, right? You know, he, he likes to look in the mirror, check himself out, think he's all bad. Whatnot. Narcissistic. Narci yeah, kind of pretty much. But he finally finds somebody who is really 
challenges him to actually want to be in a relationship and okay. he wasn't he was more of a player type deal right but he has to overcome his ego he has to overcome all of that to really get her because right. she's not gonna she ain't she ain't that easy you know what right I'm right right you gotta work for it gotta work for it then you got a woman who is misindependent you know don't need a man mm. Uh, I mean, we all love that. Don't get me wrong. Mm. We love Miss Independence, but she's highly Miss Independence. She's okay. one of those that doesn't know how to let a man help lead. Mm. You know, you guys both lead in a relationship when it comes down to it, but sometimes the man is meant to help you lead in certain directions as well as you can help him lead in a certain direction as well, right. you know, as far as a female goes. So she has to overcome that problem because she can't get in a relationship. The thing is she was cheated on by her fiance, I said, I want to say, I don't want to give out too much information. Now mm -hmm. she was cheated on and she had to move forward. Now she only messes with uh, married women. Oh. Yeah. That's a twist. Okay. So it's a huge twist in there. Nice, she only nice. messes with married women now. And, okay. and you know, you'll see a little bit of that go on. And then you got the last guy who is, he's just your, your Lenny Kravis kind of filled. You know, he's just super chill. Everybody loves him. He loves women. He loves everything about a woman mm -hmm. from the feet to the toenails, everything, you know. Everything, everything. Everything about every him. Detail, just, every not detail, if not missed. He's just, he's yeah. that kind of guy, that gotcha. cool, smooth guy. Okay. He's the one that kind of keeps, he's the one that gives advice to everybody. He's kind of like the, the glue, low key, when it comes down to it. He's the one that, you know, hey, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. I told you you shouldn't do that type of guy, and he's just a real one. Okay. But he, you know, enlightens you all the time. So he, he's, he's, he's that chill guy. He's the common factor in there. Um, you need everyone. You need one of those in all of your circles. Oh yeah, you do. You do. So they, everybody got something that they have to overcome. Particularly, not really him. He's gonna help them overcome everything else. That's when it comes down to. He's there to help. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be funny though. Okay. It's gonna be, it's gonna be some funny yeah. stuff going on. It's gonna be a little. You know, a little drug dealing in there mm -hmm. and, and some random stuff like that. It's going to okay. be fun. It's going to be fun. And I will be acting in this. Okay. <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to say it because <laughs> yes. I feel like uh, when you described the last character, I was like, are you kind of like describing yourself in a way? Uh, like, are you, are you playing? Well, actually, again, I don't want to, I don't want to give too much away. So, but we'll table that question for another day. Yeah. We'll, 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 you table, know, yeah. we'll, we'll talk bases on that another day for okay, sure. And okay. dive fully into some details about it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a fun script though. Uh, nah, man, I, I feel like, uh, I know we're, we're getting close to time, yes. um, for the end of this first episode, but I feel like we've been able to touch a couple of different ones. And like I said, guys, we want to make sure guys and ladies, um, you know, we want to make sure that we are, talking about a variety of different topics, but as you guys have seen throughout this particular episode, um, we're always tying things back into, um, you know, memories related to food. And obviously there may be episodes where we may not touch too much on the food aspect because the topic may be so heavy that we want to really dive into as much as we can on it. But mm -hmm. um, I think we have a concept here that's really good that a lot of people can really tap, in, tap into and tie back into their own situations as well um so i'm really excited for oh, the opportunity yeah, yeah. to really move forward with this project because it's something that we've we've had on the uh the docket uh for quite some time um it's been marinating um another patience game another patience, another patience game. game it's been right. marinating you know and obviously anyone who knows if you marinate certain dishes they just taste that much more amazing Look. at the end 
I'm so, telling you, marination, uh, that yeah, is man. my thing. Yeah, man. And there's a lot of different ways you can marinate mm-hmm. something. So, mm-hmm. But um, I'm excited, you. man. I'm excited for sure. I'm definitely excited, too, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we were able to touch bases with everybody as far as, you know, what this podcast is going to be about. And um, definitely feel free to contact us um, through the social media that we yeah. connect us on to. Yeah. Um, and let us know if there's something that you guys want to hear, something you guys want to talk, you know, touch bases with, um, or get some advice of, we are definitely in it for y'all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're definitely in it for, for the listeners. We're not just yeah. in it for ourselves. This is not just a, uh, you know, self-absorbed podcast. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. We nah. definitely want to make it interactive and we're learning yeah. too. I mean, there's certain things definitely. that you guys can bring up to us that, you know, gives us a different vantage point. Mm-hmm. Um, to kind of learn something that, you know, that maybe we had knowledge about, but we didn't have the right perspective on. So oh, again, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll hear your opinion on, on yeah. whatever we have talked about. Yes, sir. If you have an opinion on it, uh, please, feel free. Please we, let we, us know. We are open to all opinions. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Whether it's good or bad, mm-hmm. you know, we'll touch bases. We'll let y'all know. We'll throw that shot out for you, and keep it moving. Well, in closing, guys, uh, we'll definitely go ahead and wrap it up. We appreciate the time um, of those of you who've been able to listen in with us, kind of begin this journey with us, and uh, we're excited. So, um, very, we're very excited and very blessed. So, I would definitely want to thank God on this first episode, always, and, uh, always. for us to be here. Uh, this is definitely a pivotal moment in our life right now as mm-hmm. well. So uh, this will be a, a memory. We gotta figure out what we are gonna eat today, other than the pho. Yeah, we have pho. Man, later. pho but is amazing, I and that's that actually that's the that's actually the food item that I'm actually gonna tie to this episode because hey. we left that place with great energy. Hell uh, yeah. I mean, Hell the, yeah. the service was amazing. Let's see, John's one of John's favorite spots out here in Dallas. Definitely, definitely. Uh, check so that out. yeah, man, for sure. It was just it was just a great. Great opportunity to really see the energy behind, you know, a family run business, how they put their, you know, all their energy into that particular dish. And you can tell just by the way it was made for us and everything else. Yeah, and they're, they're um, amazing people. Yeah, Fu Express, y'all. Fu Express. Belt line, off of Belt line. Yes, Fu sir. Express. Check Show it them out. some love. Show, Show them some love, love for sure. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening. And uh, this is John Kelly. This is Mecca Duru. And we out. Tasteful living, baby. Yes, sir. Peace and love.